0: Hey, thanks for joining us on the Marathon Church podcast. Uh, wherever you are, I hope you're having a great day. My name is Craig Henson. I am your host, and I'm joined today by lead pastor Eddie Cox. Hello, hello. Executive pastor Brian Cox. Hello, everyone. And worship pastor Spencer Zook. Hey, hey, hey. How's everybody doing today? So good, uh,
1: so good. Spencer's my favorite worship pastor, by the way.
2: Just want to throw that out <laughs> there.
1: Of all
0: time, of all, of all time, favorite of all which, time. Uh, yeah.
1: What
2: you guys don't know is all the, you know, discouraging things he was saying right before we started
3: this oh, podcast. Yeah, I, was, I, I say, have to
2: kind of reset my mind because there's a lot of things. We
0: heated debate, huh? Yeah, I can say it again. It was an all over the place conversation. <laughs> uh, we're excited though, we're fired up because it's July Fourth mm-hmm. weekend coming up. Yeah. It's always a great time, July 4th. Oh my gosh, my phone goes off. There's <laughs> Eddie's phone. Yes. Boomer! <laughs> what, y- y'all don't have a phone?
3: Don't have a ringer Boomer. on.
1: Boomer's got phones.
3: <laughs> so you don't have a ringtone on? you turn that thing
0: on silent?
3: Well, yeah, as best I know. <laughs> I get in trouble if I don't Brenda calls me and she's like, You never answer your phone. Oh, my I'm favorite
2: like. commercial right now is that insurance commercial. I can't remember what it is, but where the he's teaching all the like
0: boomers where the silence oh, yeah, yeah, I love I love that. everybody's yeah. got one. It's yeah. right here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was kinda like the uh, bumper for the last message of yes. uh, me and my big mouth is yeah. was the, I twittering? The boomer was twittering and he thought he was texting, I think, or Yeah.
2: I don't I don't think Brian and Eddie know what twittering is or tweeting. You well, guys know, twi- he know what
3: Twitter is? I'll tell you this. I was the first one on Twitter before any of you in this room. <laughs> that is true. You I are, think you're okay? right, actually. You yeah. are. I'm yeah. the first Brian Cox. Oh. Really? In fact, so the, the other Brian Cox wanted my Twitter I He not message you yeah. for it? Yes.
0: <laughs> Did he offer hey, you money pay, for
2: it? Yeah. Now people pay for I, that I didn't stuff. think about that. I need to. It's yeah. like athletes yeah, with their
0: jersey it. number, right? Yeah. Yeah. They'll pay you for your. Mm-hmm it's crazy
2: I didn't yeah. know that's
0: good
3: yeah a little money I there. didn't know it was worth
2: anything
0: right.
3: we rethink that
2: we didn't know either, either. we had no back, idea. put a price tag on it mm-hmm.
0: that would be awesome <laughs>
2: dude I was thinking about it this week and we've been doing this for over a year now you guys really that's crazy to think about yeah, yeah. I really? don't know the exact day that we started but it was last June I think so
3: well it's good to be back on here I hadn't been here in a while
2: yeah, yeah. man. been the, all over the world this nope.
0: Sunday is July 4th, which is a big day for me and my family because seven years ago, this Sunday, July 4th, uh, we arrived in South Carolina. So nice uh, we we left uh, Los Angeles and arrived here July 4th, so it's a big day for us. And, there you go. Yeah, it's cool. Congrats. Yeah, and so we're having one service inside at 9.30 mm-hmm. on July 4th. Yeah, uh, yes, If you're listening are. to this before July 4th, one service inside at 9.30, online at 11.00. Yep, yep, we'll tell yes. you that again later.
2: Stream that at eleven o'clock, yep. so, so we can all go day. to the lake. That yeah, was yes, people want to
1: go to the lake. Mm-hmm. Watermelon, I always think watermelon this weekend. Yeah, gotta have one. Do
0: you yeah. put
2: salt on your water? I do, mm-hmm. Brian. Okay, I, I do too. How about you? Yes, sir. Okay, here's a hot take salt does not belong on fruit any oh fruit. really any fruit at all don't put salt on it. here we That's, go and here he's we from go. florida
1: though he's from florida
2: I am, okay yeah, i, am. I so. put
3: salt on oranges oh why cantaloupe
0: i do cantaloupe
3: uh, watermelon
0: mm-mm.
3: i do sugar and grits baby oh yeah sugar and grits with bacon and cheese oh, oh, oh yeah for sure. you eat grits you're from florida i guess i love eat. grits, do y'all, okay. have grits? Do y'all have grits y'all yeah. have grits down there I didn't
0: know how far farted. Of art. course, we have okay. I didn't know
1: <laughs> sweet tea. Yes, yeah, sweet tea. Oh yeah. Okay.
0: Florida is the South. Am I right? I think so. Yeah. A lot of people would or is disagree. It just, but is it portions of Florida? Yeah, I would. I would say it's more like portions. Yeah. Yeah, because but... if you get to South Florida, it's kind of like not the South yeah, anymore, no. right? No, not at all. But... Which is ironic, but yeah.
2: Where I'm from, I consider it the South, <laughs> <laughs> but Kelly does not. My wife does not think it's the South, so hmm. you know. Okay. It is what it is.
0: How about on an apple? Have you ever salted an apple?
2: <laughs> oh, I've wait, never man. salted. I think it. I have. Yeah, you know, yeah, fruit, yeah.
0: I, my, I really nah. I can't do any salt. My dad fruit. did that the other day, and I don't think I'd ever seen that before.
1: Mm. Yeah, and you dip it in caramel is pretty good.
0: Now that's a whole caramel, different thing. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, salted, salted caramel. caramel. So, yeah, yeah, the
2: whole deal. Peanut butter on an apple. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, I'll, I'll do, do that. Run. Like peanut butter and banana better, but yeah.
3: I'm starting to get hungry, guys. I know.
0: It's lunch. It's about it, lunchtime. Yeah. yeah.
3: But, but speaking of salty, <laughs> this might be the quickest podcast this, ever because lunchtime. This message is about this, this series your was words. salty, and I think I it's think so everybody
0: good. loved this series. Me and my big mouth. Mm-hmm. I, no one is immune to it. It applies to everyone, and I think um, everybody took it to heart. Like everybody took this seriously. Everybody found that they had work to do. And uh, Eddie, you started by talking about being quick to listen and slow to speak, and one of the things I love that you said is you're just listening. You're being an active listener. You're not thinking about what you're gonna say.
1: Yeah, I think that's the problem we have is that we're waiting, like even right now, you could possibly think in what I'm gonna say than rather listening to me. It happens to everybody. Because we, we want, again, it comes down to I want to be heard, I want to be uh, you know, recognized, and I want to be right so that's what it comes down to and that's why james was telling us it's the opposite you need to be quick to listen hear what people are saying before you say anything because we always get it wrong when we speak first is usually what happens
0: it's difficult even in this podcast it, one of the things about doing this podcast that I find I find myself thinking about what I'm going to say, yeah. and I've even repeated what somebody has just said because I wasn't listening. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> A
1: good way to know that you're listening is to repeat them to them what they've said. But most of the time, we were just thinking all, all the time about what's going, what we're going to yeah. say.
3: Yeah, I heard this one time uh, talking about listening to your kids. You know? Oh yeah. It's sometimes we don't. And they said the most valuable thing you can do is to look at your kids while they're talking to you. Look them in the eye and give them that time. I've always remembered that. So when my, my child is talking to me, I want to look at them and make sure I'm listening. Because to them, it's, it's the most important thing you can do for them is to pay attention may be difficult why didn't you tell
1: me that she's a senior this year now I
2: gotta (laughs) if I had only known
1: Brian I don't always do
2: that I mean (laughs) I think one of my my favorite parts of the series Eddie was the uh, the chatter teeth for sure oh Oh, yeah yeah. can we get a a little sound bite of that you wanna get that Mm -hmm. yeah
1: this is is gonna be good right here here we go (laughs) yes that's what yes yes I'll remember to do that yes
3: (laughs) Tell me more. You know what I think about you? <laughs>
2: Stop.
0: Uh, no, that was great though. I love that. It was awesome. I I think what you're saying Brian is a lost art in our culture about mm-hmm. actually looking at people when mm-hmm. when you're in a conversation. I think we were at lunch the other day we're doing this. And somebody said just look look around the restaurant and literally everybody had their head down. <laughs> like every, yeah. at every table around us, yeah. they weren't talking at all. They just had their head down. And I'm, hey, I'm as guilty as anybody about my phone. But that's, even when you're in a conversation, I think that's a lost start of actually looking somebody in the eye. And I I have to admit, I'm not real comfortable with it anymore. It's uncomfortable.
1: I don't, yeah, listening is hard. That's what James said it was. You know, it's just something you have to do,
0: it's very hard to do. I loved it, Eddie. You hit us with this great quote from uh, Stephen Covey's great book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. He said to seek first to understand than to be understood and that that's really the essence of listening
1: yeah i think the idea of that is we want to be you know we we talked about this we want to be right and that's Mm -hmm. kind of what i mean we we're we're right we try to be right so much that we don't really pay attention to what's happening with other people and we talked about writing people right out of your life if you're not careful and that's kind of what i try to understand why do people have a different opinion or different view just ask just listen and you fig- try to figure out how they got to that before you have your opinion. I think that's the, one of the
0: things that James was trying to tell us. I, uh, I was listening to a podcast a couple weeks ago, uh, and it was, it was kind of an apologetics thing, and, and the host said, have you ever just asked an agnostic or an atheist how they came to that belief and, and then just listened? and i was like nope never even asked them i just i just kind of always mm-hmm. thought well cuz that's crazy to me like that doesn't it doesn't compute for me and so i've i've never felt the need to understand where they're coming from and that that's kind of terrible to say but that's the truth you know
2: yeah you might you might gain some understanding and some perspective not only on that but for people um that don't go to church anymore or something like that you know like I, a lot of times we don't even ask people, "Hey, why don't what happened? Why don't you go to mm-hmm. church or why don't you do this anymore?" And you know, if we would take the moment just to listen and to like hear their story, it would probably make a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, and
0: you know? it, it would help us minister to people. Mm-hmm. I you know, I think there's a lot in our culture as as a dude that's 58 now. I there's a lot in the culture that I don't understand and but maybe if I would listen better. I would have a better understanding of where people are coming from and, and why they feel the way they do. And, and you, I think you said, Eddie, too, and I do this all the time. Why would they say that? Why would they do that? Like, And I, <laughs> I, I find myself doing that all the time. Well, it,
1: it, it's right to them. You know, everybody did what was right for you today already. You know, you, you know that's just what it is. So it feels right to them to think or say those things or do those things they just, just that they're thinking they're doing right and on the other side of that we makes no sense to us and that's why i think james would say why don't you go ask them why they think that's right and i mean you know we talked about the gas putting gas in plastic bags when we had a gas shortage oh, man, that was how does crazy. that work
2: <laughs> it does i mean somebody <laughs> thought
1: i mean yeah. somebody thought that was a good idea and i was trying to i mean it may, uh, makes no sense right i mean yeah. but i'm saying in their mind that was right and i never i just i just don't know how to, i don't know i don't know if we could understand that one at all i don't know yeah.
0: let me ask you this does your wife understand why you play golf you go in there you go in <laughs> Wow. <there. laughs> okay wow. we go in there on this one huh i don't all think right. i don't think my wife's ever asked me what it is what is it about golf what is the deal with that
2: why I, do you love I've, it
0: so much i believe that
2: my wife goes. understands, but she still don't like it, <laughs> and she never will.
1: <laughs> is it is it a, is it a woman thing when you mention golf that they it's a, the, the reaction of it? It's just like, immediately bad. It's amazing. Mood, just it's like amazing.
0: That. You know, it's the, it's the teeth. Y'all getting in trouble right <laughs> now. I'm not. Brian's like I ain't Brian's I'm staying out of this. <laughs> I'm listening. Brian's over there taming his tongue. Yeah, here's Brian. Brian. Here's Brian. Here's Brian. <laughs> <laughs> My so, my wife
3: understands. Oh, yes. very good. Yes, yeah. She does. Excellent. She's, yeah. she's the most understanding person I've oh known. wow. She's incredible. You're trying to play golf this week, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Thursday's coming.
1: Yeah. yeah, my 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 wife is very understanding she encourages me to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She really does. <laughs> is that good?
0: That was excellent. That was good. You see my face they can't see my face.
1: It was it very was, convincing. Was very good, yeah. She does encourage me sometimes to go. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. Still,
1: still, believing, sure. still believing, still
2: believing. Sometimes she wants me out of the house. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I That's think probably if, what's happening. If I, if I'm in a bad, bad enough mood for long enough, she'll be like, y- "You need to go play golf." There you go. Yeah, get out of here. So pretend you're in a bad mood
1: to
3: go play golf. I
1: like. Uh, that. Oh, don't always ooh. worry like that. But.
3: <laughs> I find if I cut the grass, mm-hmm. clean the house, Dishes. things, are, things are better. Maybe Take we should listen out. to them.
0: Mm. Mm.
1: Mm. what if wow. we asked him what is it when i say the word golf what right. happened so right. that's what james is saying I, what happened what brian's not brian is <laughs> brian is taking his headphones off and leaving the conversation
3: <laughs> <laughs> no i so he i try not to say it to kelly too much because <laughs> if i say golf she just kind of looks at me yeah but she's doing great. She's amazing.
2: Unbelievable.
3: Yeah, she is.
1: Yeah. She, she really is.
2: is. Yeah.
3: She
1: loves it when I say, "Uh, can I talk to your boy?" Mm-hmm. Cuz she knows what that means. Yeah.
2: You might as well just say golf.
3: Yes. Well, yes. golf for us is a ministry. Okay? That's what mm-hmm. we do. We go to so can listen. Though. We go to listen to our friends and help them with their lives.
2: Yeah, there it you is. go. Yeah. There it is. You meet a lot of sinners on the golf course.
1: I got all kinds of stories. I, that's the problem with being in church. You don't get to hang out with lost people or mm-hmm. sinners, if you want to call them, or mm-hmm. whatever it
0: is. Yeah, especially working at a church.
1: Yeah. it's more fun. The sinners are really fun. That's mm-hmm. why Jesus hung out with them, I'll just be honest with you. I mean, they were <laughs> really a lot of fun. They're and, amazing. They don't have a lot of – just straight up, this is where I am, you know, kind yeah. of thing. So church people are a little different.
0: So. Mm-hmm so james moved on from being quick to listen and slow to speak and he talked about how the tongue cannot be tamed uh and then and he says that it's like a spark that can set an entire forest on fire and eddie you said we're all born with the pilot light lit it's on it's on right now i mean it
1: really can go off and it's the only muscle in the body that doesn't get tired there's eight muscles in the tongue so it doesn't matter how you say i'm tired today you know the tongues and never tired. Never That's insane, started. dude. <laughs> it, it is, is really crazy. cool to
0: think about though. That is insane. And you said that we're that we have to remember that we're powerful and that we have to surrender our tongues to God and then confess about the fires that we started.
1: I think yeah, we gotta own those things because what happens, you know, there's a whole lot there's a whole lot of things we start that burn. It's still burning. You can burn your marriage, burn your children. There's a lot you can do with your tongue, and I think sometimes we we have to even check ourselves. We don't realize what we're
0: actually saying to our kids if we're not careful. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll confess that I started the golf fire a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thanks, Craig.
1: That was your fire. That, that you, was my uh, fire. You I started. It's still yeah. burning right now. It,
0: it is smoldering. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I said Sunday when I taught, and it's really true. Like. Me and my big mouth could be the motto of my life. Literally, when I look back at my life, almost every single time that I was in trouble or was in conflict, it was because of something I said. Um, and sometimes I just I don't know when to stop talking. I really don't. And um, it's, I think a big part of it for me is that desire to be right. I want to be right. Well,
1: well, you know, you've talked about that before. I think that, I am too. Yeah, you, you know? do. You really do think you're right. We, I think we all think we're, you know. Again, we talked about, you know, I don't. We can't choose sides if we're not careful. Mm-hmm. We can write people right out of the kingdom if we're not careful. Yeah. So that's the thing you have to figure out. Do I have to be right? Or that's or that's not really why I'm here. You know, my job is to move people to the kingdom, and I think we got to be careful with with what we're, you know quit talking sometimes and just listen
0: yeah we've talked a lot about that lately as a staff as far as the vision and mission that god has given us that um we we do need to listen better and and not try to be right and make sure everybody knows that we're right all the time
1: i think the biggest thing for pastors is opinions i got an opinion okay Mm -hmm. but that's not what you need to hear from me and i hear that a lot from pastors they give their opinion about things it's the gospel. It's not what I it's not my opinion what I think people should be doing. It's what the Bible says this is what we should be doing. So I have to be careful not to put my opinion into a message. If that makes any sense. My rightness. Mm-hmm.
0: No, I think that's yeah. a great point and maybe we should even point out in this podcast right now that when I say you said in a message really all that you did was give us the the words of James and Paul in the scripture. Right, right.
1: Because, you know, he talks about the righteousness, and if you're not careful, you end up with rightness and not God's righteousness. And there's a little difference there. <laughs> and uh, But we're mostly right. That's what we're, we're just that We're just born this way. We want to be yeah. heard when we're
0: right. We went on to talk about not letting any unwholesome talk come out of our mouth, but only words mm. that build up. And, again, this is hard for me. That's like, tough. Like, I'm, I'm sarcastic. I'm, I'm a sniper, like I just, You are very sarcastic.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> Sometimes I have to ask Craig, like, man, are, are you serious? Is this you a joke? Yeah,
3: I get accused of that all the time. <sighs> Brendan will tell me they don't think they took it like that. You need to be careful how you speak. Yeah, especially I do I do joke all the time, really, but I can be real serious, you know.
2: You can't be sarcastic in a text. No, I mean, Texting
3: is, <laughs> is so irritating, because yeah. I don't mean it that way. Like I say, okay, and they're like offended because I said okay. <laughs> I'm like, like, I
0: agreed with you.
3: I can't. Okay, how you doing? This is. A, I mean, I have to do a whole sentence, but I don't really. You gotta want do. To. You gotta at
2: least put like an emoji in there yeah. with the okay. That's why the uh, thumbs up thing
3: is so good because it, yeah. it's kind of got a. Better, oh yeah, it feels it's a better, better feeling. Yeah. <laughs> You know,
1: I always you know. tell it. Well, the Positive. idea with text yeah. is I tell people when you were never text a feeling. Mm-hmm.
2: Just text That's always stuck with me. I remember you saying that. If you were just, yeah. You know, for a long time, and that, that stuck yeah. with me.
3: Never but, solve an argument through text. N- uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you I don't know if your generation does that, Spencer.
2: I do because I've learned from the great pastor Eddie. Oh, that's, okay. that's why I that's like him. Great that's words works. of encouragement right there. <laughs> yeah. I love it. affirmation. You like that? Yeah. Yes. you've I'm been kidding.
0: sitting under this great teaching for years. It's, yeah, that, yeah and so. it, Every week he be, brings his bucket of wisdom. Exactly. Pulls something out. Of this the bucket is a setup, of Eddie.
3: It's a setup. I'm just trying to figure He's out. He's thinking you're paying for golf. I know. <laughs> it's a setup, and he would be right on that. <laughs> I, <think.
0: laughs> I see how it works. Yeah. I mean my
3: my issue really is I'm I feel like I'm one my job is to or my personality is to challenge you to be better or be who I think right. you ought to be and mm-hmm. sometimes that comes across as you know I guess a jerk I don't mm-hmm. know I, my my wife tells me that <laughs> but <laughs> You know, I'm like, get off your whatever and get busy and let's get this thing done, you know. And sometimes that's not the way to say it.
0: Yeah. And, you know, Sunday, when I talked about these hard conversations and speaking the truth and love, I literally was preaching to myself because mm-hmm. I I'm not good at that at all. Like I just for me, things can get really black and white. And if you don't like the way I said it, just grow up, you know, just and, and yeah, deal with it. I'm with and, you. And, and it's so hard for me. And uh, I, I was talking to you guys this morning about a situation in the church, and, and I just want to light them up. Mm-hmm. Like, I just I, I, want to fire yeah. up on them and, and just say, you know, like, grow up or get lost, you know? And, that, <laughs> and I know the conversation can't go that way, but and so that's what I'm, I'm continually fighting against, having those types of conversations.
3: Yeah, and I do that with my kids, too. Because mm. it's that coach mentality, I guess. Exactly. You know, that that's the way I was pushed. As an athlete, you know, if you want to be better, well, get in the gym, work out, and practice. Don't whine about it. And I think that's kind of well, that's on another that's, podcast. Uh, book. Well, that's kind of how I, you know, that's kind of how I feel too. Mm-hmm, but some, you know, but I guess if you listen to people, you'll find out where they are, and you know better how to help. Yeah. And not assume that they're lazy or. Not yeah. capable. You know, that's you, you, yes, why listening is important. I
1: think, I think finding out before you can actually build somebody, I think you need to know where they come from. That's why James says you need to listen mm-hmm. first to find out where they are. Because if you want to say, if you want to, your idea is not to be bitter, you know, or build you know, you want to be built a builder. Yes, and so you got to think how how do I help you? And if I'm not listening, then I don't know what to say to you. I'm just going to okay. give you my opinion.
3: Well, I, we're impatient. In some ways, we want to fix it right then, but sometimes it takes a relationship mm-hmm. and, and time to help build people, you know. And, and I, I have to learn that. I've had to learn that yeah. you know, the older I get.
0: Eddie, you pointed out that one of the reasons we don't speak well is because we do harbor bitterness. Um, and that that really made me think about how I do respond to people verbally and and then go you know that's still in there and that's why i responded the way that i did it's still in there that bitterness is still there
1: It you light people up because something happened to you or something you're mad about and it's just gotten deep seated and it just all it comes out in all conversations if you're not careful something triggers that conversation and that's you know we i mean you got to step back what am i really saying you know, how's this that's why you have to have good friends in your life. You gotta have good people to say, This is what it sounds like. It's like a text you were talking about. Yeah. You can't you know, you you, you can't you're sending it one way and they're getting it another way. So you need somebody to really tell you this is what it sounds like
2: coming mm-hmm. from you. That's the way to find out. I, uh, I usually have Kelly proofread my text. Oh, that's, if yeah, that's it's something so, like yeah. I'm trying to communicate in a, a certain way and I'm I was like Babe, is this does this sound right? You know, and she'll she'll edit it for me and make sure that it's, you know, coming across in the in the way that it should. You know, so the wife is a good filter. You have wisdom (laughs) beyond your years. You like
1: that? Oh, thank you. Because that is very, very, very wise. Very wise.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you know, and I I think sometimes I use text to let myself off the hook Mm -hmm. because if I if I have the face to face or if I do it over the phone it's going to go off the rails and so let me just text it instead of saying it it's going to get heated quick yeah. yeah it's gonna it's gonna blow up well, i'm and, i'm exactly like
2: you that when you were talking about you know the the conflict there's just like i don't want to have those hard conversations yeah. the um i'm the same personality type as you you're talking about the enneagram yeah. i'm a nine wing one yeah same exact one as you and that um obviously we're very different in a lot of ways but um personality wise yeah for sure it, it uh it hit me hard like you're you're preaching to me on that because i that, that always has always terrified me just having those confrontations and stuff like i i don't like it I yeah
0: don't like I, it. I, and again i think one of the reasons that i've avoided confrontation or try to avoid it is because um when things escalate i don't handle it well and i just burn somebody down mm-hmm. you know no, it's not good <laughs> it's not, not,
1: not in your decision you're in right now. <laughs> no.
0: you're in you know, being a pastor and all so. everybody's everybody listening saying oh I thought Craig was such a nice guy <laughs> <laughs> oh, and now and we it, know it's, we uh, it's
2: ironic go. that you know uh, Enneagram 9 is called a peacemaker <laughs>
0: it is yeah but okay. we, we keep the peace at all costs and it yeah. ends up costing us
2: so I'm an 8 I think what is that I mean? don't believe that you're an 8 though
3: I don't know
0: I don't remember what the 8 the is the 8 is the oh, okay. uh
3: Maybe I'm not.
2: What's the name for it? I can't, can't even re- remember. remember
3: what I was. Maybe I should know
2: that. A lot of people think eights are the, the worst, the jerks. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Oh, oh. oh, thank you. Uh, you oh, yeah, I'm Paul, just saying. Paul's an eight, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, my son Paul. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it says This is such <laughs> encouraging the, words. The, I love that. The eight is the challenger. Challenger. The seven. powerful, dominating type, self confident, decisive, willful, and confrontational. Ooh,
3: hmm. mm. I, don't, I don't know. I need to redo that because I'm, I'm not sure. The only time I'm
1: some of those, but I think confrontational is the last resort for me. Yeah, yeah, you know, because then it, we've gotten to the end of. I've, Grace is over. Mm-hmm. I've been sweet and been nice. You know, if you're if you're trying to solve
2: it. In the nice way. Right. I did. It didn't and work. I just Here's call
1: some.
3: Roy or Craig and say can y'all deal with this?
1: <laughs> yeah. Somebody you know, somebody that ha you won' you if you won't be you sweet to you, call Roy. Come, yeah, you know. Yeah. So most yeah, of us in this room will just say, Well if you don't you know, if you're a drug addict, the way to stop that is stop doing drugs. Which we'll yeah. is stop. And mm-hmm. but Roy will work through that. You know, we won't, we're, we're just straight to the point, you know, kind of thing. So, yeah, we're, we we're like,
0: why would you do that? Yeah. <laughs>
1: and Roy will find well, out why they're doing exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> we just can't uh, figure out why they would
0: do it. I know. You had this great statement, Eddie. You said forgiveness is to give someone from the past what they don't deserve so we can give those around us what they do deserve. And it, man, it was shocking for me to think about the way that I'm treating people right now stems from you know maybe something bitterness unforgiveness that i have against somebody from my past that i haven't dealt with now you're punishing
1: us because of something that happened to you that we had nothing to do with and people do that with i mean the parents do that with their kids Mm -hmm. because of what happened whatever it was and so you have to be careful and that's why you have to you know find out why are you saying what you're saying are you hearing yourself what are your kids hearing you know that kind of thing so it's some it hangs in there. All of us have something though. All of us have bitterness somewhere.
2: Mm-hmm. I had this one. <laughs> I just remembered this story. I had this one Sunday morning. Um, this was years ago, and this this guy came up to me, and he he was serving with us, um, you know, in in a certain way. And so I don't I don't even remember what happened, but there something there was like a get together or something where he he wasn't invited to or, or something like that and he came up to me on a Sunday morning this was weeks later and he said man I just want to tell you Spencer I I forgive you and I was like for for what <laughs> <laughs> and he was like yeah man I just I've been holding some you know some bitterness I mean I, I just forgive you and he told me why and I was like I had no idea, and he was just holding that against me, like for for weeks. And he finally had to get it out, and it was it was kind of funny because it was something very petty. Um, but I was like, okay, uh, thank you. <laughs> what do you say?
0: <laughs> so yeah, it was. I wonder how often we offend people and we don't know it. Yeah, and then they're holding that,
2: and mm-hmm. I mean, it, but sometimes there's no there's not a reason to tell them about it. I don't think you just got to let it go and forgive them yeah. and move on, you know. You don't have to tell them why. Well, it probably
3: freed him Is up, it? maybe. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And he wanted you to know. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, he wanted you to, he know, wanted you to feel well, that. Yeah. So, I mean, I've dealt with bitterness, I mean, in the church world. I mean, my goodness. Mm-hmm. I won't tell all the stories of, of pain and bitterness that I've had to work through to continue doing this. Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, because what I've learned— is that bitterness, when there's unforgiveness, there is no power and no peace from God. It gets in the way of your ability to give people what they deserve now, like you were saying mm-hmm. in that statement. you know, And I don't want to rob God of using me. And so I do think it does help to tell those people eventually. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what I've done. I've told those people. They kind of come to me and we talked and they said I'm sorry and I I forgive you I can't forget but I forgive you but for me I'm free Hold, I think holding on to bitterness will destroy you that's not I, I don't know if this I mean no it absolutely applies part of that forgiveness cycle for me was that I was losing because of it and the, the kingdom of God's losing because we're bitter all the time and we're mad all the time. And if anybody looks just like that person, they look, oh, we don't even have to talk to them, we're already mad at them, you know? And I think that that's why people have a problem with church, because they associate mm-hmm. every Christian to be a certain way, you know?
0: Yeah, I, I was. I was gonna say, yeah, for me, it caused me to take a six-year break but yeah. for yeah. ministry, but I think it was really God saying you need to you need to take a six year break. <laughs> God was like, you you need a break, buddy. Uh, you're in timeout. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna take six years to get that out. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. For sure. I do what Brian was saying. I don't want to. Where it comes in is like if I'm going, I'm in the road, going down the road by myself, and I find myself fussing at people that are not there. Wow. You know, or I'm going to yeah. lay down at night and ready to go to bed, and I ain't, and I'm worked up because I am mm-hmm. still mad. I need that out of my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know I'm saying that needs to go away and I think going to them and I know some of them are the same people that we both had to deal with Mm -hmm. but going to them and saying hey I don't it's done you know I forgive you move on because I can go to sleep because I don't want to, you know
3: but uh, and it's liberating it's freeing it is to do that because we went we've been down that road sure golf helped us a lot again It, it did another reason yeah, well, we it's don't. so therapeutic yeah. it really yeah. is
1: it, it, I agree. Saved, it saved a lot of pastors it did
0: this this series uh, was tremendous I, I really feel like we uh, put some tools uh, in our people's mm-hmm. toolbox with this and so many people have come up to me and, and shared a story or uh, what it's meant to them or, or even about how um, God's already used it in their life and in their relationships It's it's been a fantastic thing And Sunday, Eddie, you're going to start a new series called "Running with the Giants," and we're going to kind of look at some what we might call bigger than life people from the Scripture.
1: Yeah, the Hall of Fame. You know, you talk about you hear that in baseball and football and, but these were the Hall of Fame people that were in the
0: in the Scriptures. Hebrews chapter eleven, right? They're listed. Yeah, they're in
1: there, Mm -hmm. and uh, we're going to start with one. We don't know how got how how he got there. Samson, you know, (laughs) he really didn't do anything right. Uh, but he made it and i'll tell you why on sunday but you know the hebrews 12 one talks about a cloud of witnesses sitting in the stands cheering us on and so we're just going to pull these heroes out of those stands run a lap with them and find out what we need to keep doing and that's kind of what we're going to be doing with running with the giant
0: mm-hmm. that's awesome it's going to be yeah. it's going to be fun anything else you guys would like to add before we uh check out for this episode
1: i think what i said was mostly right <laughs>
0: Is I, that, I, it always is is that
1: i'm still listening, listening. Yes. brian's listening
2: <laughs> spencer what I've been, are you doing I've been listening speak, the whole time been listening the whole time yeah i'm a yeah. good listener actually and you're slow to speak sometimes i don't know why am, yeah you yeah. know i gotta uh, process
1: it
3: spencer he's you can tell when he don't agree with you though <laughs>
2: you noticed that because he, he's, he's
3: got that look on his face Trying to figure it. He's not saying anything. You're like, mm-hmm. he puts his but hand I, on his chin right there, right
1: there.
2: Being one of the things about being a peacemaker is that mm. I I can hear both sides and understand where they're coming from. So I'm usually stuck in this middle place where like, well, Brian has a good point. Well, well, Craig also has a good point. I I see that, and so I'm I'm always caught up in the middle there a lot of times.
3: So. Yeah, kind of like that song. Yeah, yesterday. We won't.
0: Oh, we won't. We won't. We not go any farther that, than that. One. Yes. Yeah. Hey that was everybody. a great conversation. Thanks for listening. Uh, don't forget if you're coming to marathon on Sunday, one service at nine thirty a.m. We look forward to seeing you. Uh, July fourth. Uh, I hope you have a great weekend. And thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you later. <laughs>